Here is our post-game interview for the House Divided campaign tonight. We saw our first map, Hatch's Attack, which the CSA campaign was playing CSA, and the Union campaign was playing Union. We saw the CSA campaign win that first map, and then the second map, it switched. So the USA campaign was playing CSA, and the CSA campaign was playing Union, and the USA campaign, campaign was able to win Anderson's Counterattack that second round. So with that being said, we have a lot of wonderful people here tonight with us so we have myself as guardian eagle who announced tonight and then our csa representatives for tonight uh the csa campaign rather is firstly we have zapsar i am captain zapsar the first man and it's a pleasure to be here all right thank you uh secondly we have both cephas yep uh both cephas uh pickets brigade happy to be here all right thank you uh lakota wolf uh, yeah, um, Lakota Wolf, it's a real honor to be a part of this, and I've been uh, watching Battle Line Network for a bit now and dig your stuff, so thank you for your work. I appreciate it a lot. Thank you for joining. Uh, C. Murphy. What's up, guys? You already know me. I don't got to say anything. Love you guys. <laughs> and last but not least, we have McPhail. Justice for Pooch and save Zoo from COVID. Now, with that being said, our USA campaign representative tonight is Farrell. Yep, uh, second United States regular, currently acting as major. It's uh, great to be here. Thanks for the invite, boys. And um, I've definitely watched a few of your stuff. Thank you. I appreciate it a lot. And with that being said, let's get right into it. So the CSA campaign, who played CSA defending on Hatch's attack, you guys did win. So what was your strategy going into that game, and how did you react to the ever-changing battlefield? Yeah, uh, so I can take it. Uh, so, yeah, basically what our idea was is we were going to, uh, you know, kind of set up in the woods or, you know, towards the top of the woods and just kind of defend from there. Uh, we initially had Sussy on the left because um, we we had an, a feeling that they were, might push the corn hard. And they ended up pushing the right. So uh, at some point in the map, we uh, flip-flopped and put PB in uh, 13th and um, I think it was 7th um, over with us on the left-hand side. And, uh, you know, Sussy kind of switched back right, um, you know, and that was basically uh, how we did it. You know, we had a, a minute there. I'm sure you caught it on camera. We got a little bit too far out left there, so that was my fault on that. Uh, we kind of overextended and got, you know, split in half. Um, but, you know, we were able to pull it back and, uh, you know, had a lot of help from all the other units. So I think everyone, you know, kind of coordinated well. Um, but that's all I have if someone wants to say something else. I think you had a good eye. Uh... A good idea of pincering them with us on the left. It's just that we didn't know when to charge. <laughs> so when, by the time they were hitting you, we were just too far away. Yeah, my apologies about that, uh, Fifth Florida. That, that was me. That was kind of a little intense there <laughs> on the command chat. It was our piece tonight. Um, I don't know if you know much about the board with the HDC, but uh, we were kind of pushed in a little bit and kind of holding the whole CSA left front there, uh, Western Front. So um, really appreciate everybody's work tonight. Um, as Bo said, the plan was to be in the woods. We played the exact same two maps last week, so we kind of kept to the same thing we did last week on that map, and uh, it worked out very well for us. Uh, one, one question for you, Lakota. How satisfied are you with tonight's performance from the rest of the units regarding your piece? 
Oh, our, our peace. Oh, I am so pleased. And thank you, gentlemen, for fighting hard for our peace and fighting for that side. Um, I know we'll get to the second map here. Second map didn't quite go as our way, but the most important thing was that we didn't lose that first map. So um, everybody, I, it's really an honor to uh, always play with you, Zapstar, and with Sussy, and with the other other gentlemen. We seem to always get, play really well with you guys and really appreciate uh, playing with you. So you guys did great. Thank you. Always a pleasure, sir. Let's see, Murphy, any thoughts? Uh, yeah, I mean, I always start my sentences like that. I mean, it was a good, it was a good match. It was a good match. I, we held it down on the right side. And towards the end, I was getting pretty bloodthirsty on that first map. I'm like, I knew they were coming on that left side. I don't know if you got their whole team basically just like running straight into us on the left. I don't know if you captured that or At not, but beginning. that happened. This is like middle, maybe closer to the end of the game. Okay. But yeah, we were on the left side. Pit and C was, and I knew it. I knew they were going to go left. They said that they had guys on the right, but I just had a feeling that their infantry was going to jump the left side. And they did. I think maybe an easily like 50, maybe 60 guys. Ran head first into fifth and C, and we killed maybe a little over half of them. Yeah, kind of. That was startling. <laughs> kind of seemed like the Union was doing what I called a, a par paradiddle maneuver. I don't know if anybody's familiar with rudimentary percussion or not, but uh, no, no, no. It's kind of left, right, left, left, right, left, right, right. You know, and they were they were kind of playing that game with us. So so good on the Union uh, that first round to keep us on our toes like that. Marilyn did its best to kind of hold mid and be just ready to rapidly shift to the left to the right on that map. Uh, and for the most part, we really just kind of stuck in the middle. It was only when things got particularly stressful for uh, either flank that we moved out from there. We had excellent shots from the positions we were in. And overall, it was a hard-fought victory. And I applaud our opponents tonight. Outstanding work, lads. And also our friendlies. Let's not forget that. Yeah, they did good. All right. With that being said, we'll move on to the USA campaign who was attacking. Uh, Farrell, what was your perspective? Uh, what was your guys' strategy going into that round? And how did you guys react to the ever-changing battlefield? So definitely in the beginning, uh, it was overall we wanted to stick together as a large group, overwhelmed with the numbers. Uh can't really say that that worked out for us though when we came up the left side i believe it might have been first maryland was in the center of the field hitting us as we were moving up i actually think yeah i ordered my guys to engage them in the center of the field and we just traded blows for the next five minutes or so before we i believe charged fifth north carolina i think the whole team sent everything they had at you guys <laughs> and completely beat us back dropped everything after that we all reorganized again for one big push both of the infantry companies went off to the right through the corn while i believe the sharpshooters stuck over with the left trying to keep who they could pin down over there and uh we committed to the right side through the corn for the rest of the match the whole time there were a few times where I believe my boys in the 10th U.S. 
managed to actually get in behind a CSA unit as they were trying to charge out Hood's 42nd. But somehow we ended up losing that engagement as well. By that time, the match went by really fast. And I believe we were already at final push or breaking. Oh no, we broke... We went breaking, and then about five minutes later, we broke the CSA side and attempted a early cap to end it all, and we got pushed off of there. And at that point, it was just a full run trying to scramble a victory from the defeat. That's always hard to reform after, after something like that, absolutely. Yeah, I definitely think uh, we got divided and conquered a little in the first match. Yeah, you know, personally, from my experience, and not so much on that map, because honestly, I don't frequently see that map played, at least in my experience. But uh, there's there's one thing in general about having one gigantic group is that you're not tying down units. And by the way, for the record, Farrell, I'm not I'm not undermining anything you guys tonight, especially what your unit tonight. But when you when you do mass blob like that, you just invite the enemy to do the very same. And without <laughs> So for example, Maryland frequently will be away from the the uh our team that we're on. We'll frequently be engaging units you know, that usually is far above our numbers. But we'll be tying them down and they they don't necessarily know our numbers, as you know in Wolverines, it's it's quite hard to estimate the numbers you're facing if they're in any sort of cover. And you can actually tie down a far larger unit than you are by just being that. And so the mass blob tactic is something that I really feel has just kind of fallen out of favor in the modern Warbrights meta. Oh yeah, at the very end there, I sacrificed my whole unit to engage the... Uh... CSA unit that was holding to our left of the capture point in an mm -hmm. attempt to tie you boys down. Yeah, exactly. So you realize that as well. Not, I'm saying you didn't immediately know that, but like in that moment, you knew that and you tried to tie down a larger force than you had, perhaps, in order to divert oh, yeah. forces from the main fight. Yeah, exactly. That, that is really important in today's battlefield. And it was a pleasure to face against you on that first map. That first map was a lot of fun for us. I'm not sure how it was for you. It was oh, yeah, it was, it was fast and bloody for us. I think we had double the casualties you guys did. Bloody, bloody and glorious. The charges you made, the amount of times that you gentlemen were able to make it to the very center of our lines. And not only the very center, but overrun our center to the point where we had to rapidly react to your advances was commendable and i personally think that you gentlemen on the union side on that map did magnificently yeah with those thoughts being said we'll go to the second round now uh, which was on anderson's and the campaigns were flipped so usa campaign was playing csa attacking and the csa campaign was playing union defending so usa <sighs> campaign won that um, so we'll start with the USA campaign. Farrell, what was your guys' strategy of attack, and how did you react to the ever-changing battlefield? So at first, um, both regiments split, so two companies each side. One regiment went up the middle 
the other regiment went off on the far left flank through the woods. Um, we didn't see much action over there. I think we took sh long range shots from the Union spawn. But after about five minutes of just sitting in the woods, not really having much to do, I believe the center or the center right was charged out and the entire uh, CSA line moved over to the right side to help engage over there. And after that, uh, what did happen next? Oh yeah, we just started committing everything over to the right side. While the 10th U.S., I can't speak for how much, uh, how much conflict they saw, but they went off to the left side, and the entire CSA team was positioned on the right side in the woods, on the far right flank engaging Union lines that were on the, uh, the God Rock. And we just wanted to whittle you boys down from a distance. And I think you boys attempted a few charges into our lines that we kept managing to beat back by the skin of our teeth, leaving only five or ten of us alive. But yeah, the overall strategy was definitely just to uh, rack up the kills on you boys. And I think we did manage to do that just enough that we were able to get you boys pretty low. I think it was taking losses before we capped. And I can't say if it was intentional or accidental that we capped. But after we capped, we managed to beat you boys back almost all the way to your spawn where we started to hold. But you boys were very intelligent. I remember someone saying, oh, they're being smart. They're running off to the left flank now. And you got in behind us to recapture the point and put you boys from final push to all the way back up to breaking, I believe, which bought you guys some more time. After that, we, uh, we definitely, uh, wanted to just stay back. Our main goal was to last stand you boys. But I do believe at the very end there, I was ordered with my unit by Hood to go help the 10th hold the objective while you boys full send. I ordered all of my boys to just stand between the uh, Union lines and the 10th United States and to just break their charge. Yeah, and we went to last stand at a really bad time there. Yeah, yeah right you went the last game. stand at the last like two, three minutes of the match. But it was it was right when like right before a huge portion of my men died, but it wasn't in time for them to get that like main last stand. Like, yeah. Baseball. Yeah. Yep. So honestly, it worked out really well in your favor. And I, I was, was part of that. Like I was charging, I was at the lead, and then you guys opened up on our charging force, and that's when we last stand. And I did. I yeah, missed the tenth was uh, the tenth was holding a really solid position on your um, your caissons and your cannons. Mm-hmm. But it was definitely a, a hard-fought battle. It was it was extremely fun. Oh yeah, well played by both. Lots of flanking maneuvers. It's a lot of fun. Lot of fun for my boys. I don't know about the rest of you, but they fucking loved it. 
So, yeah, now we'll go over to the CSA campaign. He was playing Union defending. What was your guys' strategy to defend Anderson's counterattack, and how did you react to the ever-changing battlefield? Yeah, you want to take that look at him? Uh, sure. Um, our main goal was to defend the woods on the uh, on our left flank uh, and to pretty much keep them in there. Uh, Union did a good job, or the CSA, sorry, did a good job of pushing to our right flank, uh, doing a double prong. And we kind of had to adjust to that a little bit quickly. Um, we had talked about uh, if we wanted to let you guys cap or not, uh, we had decided to go ahead and let you guys cap and then fall in um, and collapse on you. Uh, as Farrell said a couple of times, they, they with hood those or withstood those charges that we did. And then we had to um, re regroup, recollaborate. At one point there, we decided to just pull as far back as possible and just shoot it out with you, try to get you guys down to, uh, to uh, what is it? Not, yeah, to get you guys down to final where push. we could final push. Yeah, sorry. I am mentally exhausted after those two rounds. <laughs> that that was a lot of energy put out for everybody. Just two hard-fought rounds. But, uh, yeah, so that was kind of our idea was to try to shoot you down as much as possible and good on you guys for uh, keeping us on our toes with that cap. And then uh, right there at the end, uh, to be honest, I thought we had you. I really thought we had you. And then uh, we went into last stand right when we were pushing in and more than half of our team died with that charge. And, uh, you know, we just, you guys fought hard and, uh, we just try to try to match you on that and try to keep you in the woods. Yeah. My, uh, my small force was in between the two larger allied forces. And I got to see is just a mass of over a hundred unions started charging out from the woods. It was absolutely terrifying. Any other thoughts from CSA campaign? Yeah, I'll go. I think that map is garbage. No, I'm kidding. It was all right. It was all right. You know, we did our, our thing. We went to the woods on the left. We decided to go the route of letting them cap because that map is rough, you know, to hold it down. Like, we can't push and let them break on us because holding that pebble wall doesn't work. So really the only good option is kind of what we did. And there was this big debate on whether we try to push them to last stand before we cap again, but then you just get anxious because you don't want to take the chance of losing the cap for good. But yeah, it's just such a difficult map for Union. I'll give them that. So yeah, playing on Union. It's always interesting. And good job to the boys at CSA for closing it down. That's how you do it. Just keep capping. Keep making them come to you. Get them last stand. Keep us on the back sure. foot and you will have victory. Right. Like, that's just the surest way to do it. You know, just keep capping. Let them come out. Eventually, they're going to go last stand. And then you've got it. Nine out of ten of the nine out of ten percent of the, the matches end that way. So, As, especially if good. the union on that map yields the forward defensive positions around the point because let's be honest here like old maryland days like way back right our strategy was to never give up those forward positions and those woods there's so many rifle pits you can take less than a fallen log or what have you so many rocks 
Like you can surround that point in really you can turn it into a ball where if the enemy were to advance upon it, it turns into a slaughter for anyone trying to take it from you. And honestly, when we withdrew, we withdrew first positions, it it really did and and my compliments to the Confederate team in that moment, and they were the union overall in the campaign, for seizing those points as we withdrew from them. Because when we did make that final charge, you gentlemen were there. You were there, and you were gunning us down and every fucking point we tried to charge. And my compliments to all of you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the Union team going last stand at the end, definitely. That was the nail in the coffin for them. Yeah, pulling back. We we had good spots. We went to the woods, and we were... Obviously, we shot you guys in a final push. We managed to pull that off, getting them to final push before we hit the last stand mark. But then, it doesn't mean that you have control of the field. It doesn't really change much when you get them there. Unless yeah, you have pressure on the enemy team. Unless you have yeah. a good spot where you can get there and you can cap the point and form a defensive and make the enemy come to you. Then that's kind of just how that goes. But at the time, we did have to pull back because if we had held forward, we definitely would have been shot down the last stand. Oh, absolutely. And for the record, I'm not saying that we made the bad call there, Murphy. Not at all. Oh, right, yeah, right. I know I, what what I'm saying is, is that, uh, you know, I'm complimenting their immediate taking of those positions that we abandoned. Because yeah. if we really fell into last stand at a very inopportune time, very inopportune time, because we had a lot of men who had died immediately after last stand, so they weren't going to be part of that immediate reinforcement wave that you get once you hit that. And that, I personally feel, sealed the nail on our coffin. No doubt, yeah. Agreed. It was it was a yep. close match, though. I mean, I'm glad Very that close. that map went as far as it did because that's definitely a, a CSA CSA all day kind of situation. One of those situations where I'd honestly say it's one of the closest maps I've seen on that in particular map. Well, like one of those closest events, rather, I should say. And it's confidence all involved, honestly. CSA, USA, everyone played well there. Everyone did everything they could. And in the end, in the end, we did lose. But it was glorious for all involved. Indeed. Well said, yes. All right. Huzzah. Yeah. Uh, and just real quick, I want to give a shout out to our boy Legion, who couldn't make it tonight. I know he could have been wanted to be here, and uh, just want to say, "Yo, Legion, missed you." No. Any other thoughts uh, before we call him off? I guess. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to ask the the U.S. You know, Farrell. You know what? At the end of the second one, there, what were you guys thinking when we almost had it? Oh, I was definitely worried. Like I said, my. My unit took the brunt of the entire Union charge, so I had absolutely no idea what it was looking like by the end. I know a good majority of our team managed to come in behind you boys 
can take some of your positions over, but I honestly, it was anybody's game in my head. I had no idea how it was going to end. Thankfully, we managed to hold it just enough to uh, to win in the end. It was, it was a bloody match, especially near the end of it. Yeah, yeah, I don't think I've ever been as exhausted after a War of Rights match as I am this evening. Right? <laughs> right? It's like, my voice is hoarse, lads. Playing, <laughs> playing two defense is exhausting. Yeah. And attacking twice is exhausting. It's like having the balance of one and one is definitely... I'm used to that, how yeah. I, how I prefer it, and especially on South Mountain. I'll just say my throat is short after tonight. And look forward oh, to yeah. tomorrow. Especially <laughs> when you can get into those seesaw back and forth, cap on cap, cap on cap maps. Oh, yeah. Haven't had to do that for a while. Playing Conquest and attacking all the time. Screaming at the top of my lungs. Rally, Marilyn, to me, to me. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it was a good fucking event, lads. Overall, fucking fantastic. Yep, well played by everybody. GG, GG boys. GG indeed. And to all a good night. Quite so. And with that being said, thank you all for watching the video. All the regiments that participated in the video will be in the description below. The NA House Divided Campaign Discord will also be in the description below. If anyone in this voice call wants a social media link, that'll be in the description as well. And yeah, with that being said, please like, comment, share, subscribe, follow for more. And with that being said, have a good day or good night. See you guys later. Godspeed, Godspeed.